Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 18th of January, and it's Winnie the Pooh Day. And a big happy birthday to Kevin Costner, Jane Horrocks, Jason Siegel, and Pep Guardiola. The wait for Sue Gray's report on whether or not the Downing Street parties were parties continued on Monday. Dominic Cummings took to his blog to accuse Boris of lying to Parliament, but Education Secretary Nadim Zahawi was still proclaiming his confidence in Boris's PM. I have every confidence that Boris Johnson uh, will be Conservative Party leader, and I tell you for why. Because on the big calls, on Brexit, on vaccinating the country, boosting the country, on Omicron and Plan B and keeping the economy open, he's got the big calls right. Of course, we're all human. We make mistakes. But when he made a mistake, he apologised for it. He was challenged on Times Radio about the so-called Operation Red Meat or Save Big Dog, code names for attempts to win over Tory backbenchers with new policies like ending the BBC licence fee or deploying the military to the English Channel. I don't recognise that language about red meat or big dogs. All I can say to you is the Prime Minister's focused on dealing with the big issues. And he definitely, definitely says all of the new policies weren't just made up. Definitely. They're on the list because these are the government's manifesto. These are our priorities. The Prime Minister is focused on delivery. That is why they're on the list. They're not on the list because we made them up this weekend. Saturday saw a dramatic hostage-taking and siege in Dallas, Texas, with a British man, Malik Faisal Akram, at the centre of the drama. He took four hostages, including Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker, who says it was a terrifying experience. And I saw an opportunity. I asked, made sure that the two gentlemen who were still with me, that they were ready to go. I threw a chair at the gunman and I headed for the door. And all three of us were able to get out without even a shot being fired. Malik was shot dead after a standoff with US police and now the investigations led back to Britain with two teenagers arrested. Home Secretary Priti Patel says there is close cooperation going on. First of all, we are working with the FBI. In fact, we have been since the incident took place. Of course, when it comes to our own domestic homeland, there are a range of measures that are being undertaken right now, including protective security for the Jewish community. And this is obviously a live investigation, so I'm unable to speak about this, uh, talk about specifics. The after-effects of the dramatic eruption on the Hunga Tonga Hunga Hayapai volcano on the Pacific island of Tonga are still being felt. The eruption led to a tsunami and badly damaged communications with the outside world, covering the islands with ash, including the runway at the main airport. The first official casualty of the incident is British woman Angela Glover, who ran a dog charity while her husband James ran a tattoo parlour about 40 miles away from the scene of the eruption. Her brother spoke to the press on Monday afternoon and shared the news. I understand that this terrible accident came about as they tried to rescue their dogs. Angela and James loved their life in Tonga and adored the Tongan people. From a little girl, it was always Angela's dream to swim with whales. And it was Tonga that gave her the opportunity that allowed her to fulfil these dreams. The story of Anne Frank, the Jewish girl who hid from the Nazis in Amsterdam during World War II, has been shared all across the world. And her diary, which detailed two years of desperately avoiding capture, has been translated into 70 languages and adapted for stage and screen. She died in 1945 at Belsall concentration camp after someone betrayed the family and gave up their hiding place. 
Now, a new investigation by former FBI agent Vince Pakoki has finally figured out who gave them up. A local businessman called Arnold Vandenberg. We know from history that the Jewish Council was dissolved in late September of 1943 and they were sent to the camps. We figured, well, if Arnold Vandenberg is in a camp somewhere, he certainly can't be privy to information that would lead to the compromise of the annex. We started to search, and we couldn't find Arnold Vandenberg in those camps. Still to come on the Smart 7, Claudio Ranieri gets philosophical about ice cream, and Kate Blanchett does some risky swimming. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back. There's now only one game in the Premier League tonight as Chelsea take on Brighton by the seaside. Watford's game with Burnley's been called off, but Watford manager Claudio Ranieri did his press conference anyway. He had thoughts on the sacking of Everton manager Rafa Benitez as it emerges that Everton offered the job to current Belgian manager Roberto Martinez as a sort of job share. Belgium said no. Claudio says managers get changed all the time in Italy. He found the squad and tried to do his best, but that's his, the football. Um, maybe in, in in England you aren't so used to do this, but in Italy we change the manager as a ice cream. Kate Blanchett popped up on Graham Norton's show to talk about her brand new movie, Nightmare Alley. It's a star-studded psychological thriller with Bradley Cooper, Tony Collette, Ron Perlman and more. Kate was more interested in talking about the time she went swimming in Rose's Hole. <coughs> Apparently it's in Australia. Anyway, Kate took the kids, spent a couple of hours swimming and then finally asked the locals, why is it called Rose's Hole? Once Rose is now 80 years old, found herself sunning here and there was a um, an alligator beside her. So... Where did the alligator come from? Oh, they're in the water. <laughs> and so they thought, I was concerned about crocodiles, but I would be fine <laughs> with my three children swimming with alligators. And went, you It's heading into awards season and one of the frontrunners is Kenneth Branagh's biopic Belfast, a comedy drama looking back at a child growing up in the 60s in Northern Ireland. It's already picked up film festival awards and seven Golden Globe nominations, along with 11 nominations at the Critics' Choice Awards. It hits cinemas this week with a cast that includes Catriona Balfe, Judi Dench and Jamie Dornan. My ma says if we went across the water, they wouldn't understand the way we talk. If they can't understand you, then they're not listening. You know who you are, don't you? Your buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. Hey, buddy! Your mom's calling you the This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris.